there and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. That's a mouthful every time. Uh, I'm the guy that calls himself the host, but really isn't Evan Freeze, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile High Ground. And today I'm joined by the real host of the show, the real genius behind this all, the man, the myth, the legend, at the Vintage Concepts himself, John Lindquist. How you doing, bud? Good. I've, I've been in the shadows since the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Secrets only the John knew. Yes. <laughs> so. But I'm good. Uh, How are you? You know, I'm a little bit better. Uh, I, I I wonder if it, people can tell just from the sound of my voice on this. Uh, my voice has got to be sounding a little better than last time. You know, nice and less sick, sexy and more, yeah. you know, That's- normal it's that guy talking again it was incredibly so. sultry last time it's incredibly sultry every time but just you know turns out it was covid so this episode is not brought to you by covid so <laughs> god man you made was... it almost three years i've made it i haven't gotten it yet i'll probably get it now i've jinxed it so i'll get it by the time the episode comes out yeah i was getting a little cocky there i was like oh yeah i made it through a celebration i made it through three yeah. years like we got this and dude man i almost died <laughs> you thought <laughs> you were rough Ellie, but turns out you were a, a, a not a different Last of Us character. I don't know yeah. Last of Us as well as I know Star Wars, so I can't make their references as much. Plus, but, I'm, sh- you know. I'm sure there's some people behind, so they uh, they appreciate the unintentional uh, spoiler tag on that. Yes, so. yes. I spoiled uh, one of my friends. Listen, and I, I, I did spoil one of the Bad Batch episodes a few episodes ago, so I apologize for that. But you know, did, watch was it Bad me? Batch. Did you spoil it for me? I didn't spoil it for you. Sorry, but uh, oh, I might, it's okay. It's all right. It's, I'll be careful going forward. So yeah. Uh, well, I know everybody loves banter. Uh, some of our teammates <laughs> love banter. They love that on podcasts. So let's just do more yes. of that. This is the show, guys. We're just going to, I'm going to tell you about Sprite. Have you ever tried Butter Sprite? Butter Sprite? I have not tried Butter Sprite. So wow. what happens is when you put a Sprite in the fridge and then someone puts a stick of unwrapped butter on top of it and you don't know that until you go to take a sip and you get butter in your mouth. Wow. Drinking That's, Sprite. That sounds like a diabetes waiting to happen, but it sounds kind of good, actually. I might try it. I, I didn't love it, but if that's what butterbeer is, I definitely get the appeal. So this is a Harry Potter show now. And by the yes, butterbeer and butter sprite coming soon. Yeah. So, All right. Well, let's jump into things a little bit. Unless was there anything else you want to? No, just I haven't gotten butter sprite, but I have gotten a few uh, mail calls. Yep. 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 We talked about some stuff last time we recorded. Uh, due to uh, apologies again for my horrible COVID that put me behind a week on editing, but. Um, at the time of our last episode, we chatted about getting the Luke Skywalker Imperial Light Cruiser and Cal Kestis and Cassian Andor and Vel Sartha, and I'm naming all the characters in the wave, wave. Um, mm-hmm. Those were en route to a couple of us. Lewis had them since before we were born. Um, now we finally have them and we're caught up to him and it feels really good. I uh, Yes. That, that definitely was great on my one of my sick days was getting that nice box from uh, Hasbro Pulse and yeah. So, John, what do you uh, yes. what do you think? Did you get these finally? I, you had to. I got them. Weeks. I was getting, I think, the I had the artillery stormtrooper last time, and then I was getting the others from Pulse, the other individual ones. And then uh, within, since uh, that episode, I got the Entertainment Earth case as well. So luckily, I didn't have to deliberate too long. I still have not opened them. I've been a little busy with lists. We'll get into that. But um, 
They look great. All the figures open the Calcestis case, the Calcestis, if you will. Okay, so that's what the joke. I was like, what is yes, this? Yes, yes. Yeah. John, <laughs> it's, let's do a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, John's the one who wrote the outline for day, today's episode, to keep us honest. So well, thank I thought you. About, you're welcome. I thought about that joke, and I said, you know, I'm going to forget it in a few hours. But uh, Oh, yeah. The cards do look great. Um, I'll issue a trigger warning here. Um, you know, perhaps I saw inside the... Black Series Return of the Jedi 40th Anniversary case of uh, vintage carded figures. But uh, relevant to TVC, that case has tissue paper in between the figures, which I believe uh, Hasbro used to do more regularly. Don't quote me on that, but uh, they have not done it, at least in TVC 2.0. I didn't get cases before that, so I can't say definitively, but they hadn't done it on previous 40th Anniversary Black Series figures, or, or so I hear. But uh, <laughs> it's just a nice little thing to see for added protection. But my TVC figures do look great. One of my Luke's, my Luke from Pulse, is the only one that has some of the like white bubble marks on it. But I think that was because other figures were in the box with him and they were smacking around on him. It, the card is a little banged up, so it's the easy opener. Everything else looks fantastic. Everything else looks great in uh, quality of shipment as well as quality of uh, the design and production and everything. Yeah. So excited to open them. I uh, I actually. This was the first time in a while that just one order, I had a hard time determining which one was going to be my opener and which one was going to be the yeah. one I keep carded. They all showed up in pretty dang decent condition, even though they were all just loosely put into a big old Hasbro Pulse box with no other packing. Yeah. Wow. Um, actually, no, that's a lie. There was some paper in there, so ooh, paper. Um, but ultimately, it was pretty good. I think there was like one figure that just had a little bit of veining, and that was it. They all were pretty good otherwise and uh, all the figures uh none of them had any kind of weird misprints on the eyes or or anything no uh, egregious paint app problems uh that i noticed i'll probably notice one now that i've said this on the record yes. and I'll be like, oh my god my figure's <laughs> junk i gotta buy another one <laughs> yeah no it was uh it's a really great wave man i Mm-hmm. I, I was a little lukewarm on the on the last one uh, that was the oops all army builders wave uh, with Morak Din and who else was in that Jesse was the Jesse repack and, yeah and all the uh, couple of Mandalorians and figure day yeah still a great wave this is not me saying mm-hmm. anything negative about that wave um, but as we will cover a little bit more I'm a, I'm a sucker for waves with uh, uh, Jedi characters or lightsaber wielding characters those usually excite me the most so uh, this this wave was really great to see after going since how long ago did we get the Obi-Wan Invader wave back yeah. in July? So they're still on the back of this uh this wave's cards, so they're relevant to Hasbro still. Yeah. But yeah, that's a great wave. Um, you know, Cal is spectacular with all the modern articulation we've come to expect. Um, even Luke with the corner cutting reuse that, you know, I know some folks were pretty vocally unhappy about. I wasn't too chuffed about it myself, but uh, that doesn't chuff mean. Yeah, okay, you're not. I don't know, man. What, you weren't chuffed. We don't have the time. Lewis isn't here. I know. We're using. Oh my god, we're appropriating his culture. Cut that! Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I wasn't too enthused about the reuse myself, but I wasn't too bothered by it either. So either way, um, there was a negative in there. I didn't. I didn't suss it out. I think you used it correctly to begin with, but I was just. I was just a step behind you. Yeah. It's all fine. Uh, what I'm trying to say, though, is that that Luke figure turned out pretty great. I have, I've had a lot of fun with it. You can get a lot of really cool poses with it. You can basically recreate most of the poses you see in that scene at the end of uh, season two of Mandalorian. So 
I appreciated that. The the rocker ankles make a huge difference on that figure. I mean, if that was the only articulation update they had made, I probably would have been still kind of happy about it, but I'm glad that they did what they did. So, yep, we got that all going. Vel, also a great figure. I know folks were like, oh, look at her big old clown shoe feet. They're not that big. Uh, they're, they're smaller than some of the dude feet in the wave, and she's a smaller figure overall, um, but not like tiny and looking weird and out of scale, just, you know. I, I don't know, man. I, I really scaled. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to open them up for sure. But even, even opening the case was, you know, that's all I can comment on at the moment. But yeah. Well, the cards great. look great. I mean, we get a whole spread mm -hmm. of things. You get a, a cool moody Luke Skywalker card. Yes. Wrong pill color. See the previous episode, uh, one Luke, two Luke, green Luke, orange Luke for, uh, more on that. But you know, you get a cool moody Luke Skywalker card. You get an old throwback Kenner card where you've got the pilot of a vehicle and then the vehicle is on the card back with the Cladwinian mm -hmm. Raider. Love it. Love it. You know, an awesome, you know, Stormtrooper uh, card. Those are always reliably rad. Uh, and the new media. So I just really, really was happy with that wave. The pre From presentation to figures, even the reused ones, I was happy to have. The Cladwinian was the one I was least excited about. However, ended up being really uh, excited to get it because the first one I had from the original release, the hand broke off. So I needed a new one anyway. Oh, and no. wasn't about to spend however much those go for now. So Yes, a shocking amount. Yeah, I yeah. After I seeing those on clearance for so long, I was conditioned to think that nobody yeah. cared about it. And then I went and checked eBay for one. I was like, oh, okay. Glad <laughs> I got that when, when I out. did. Yeah, seriously. Mm -hmm. Um Yes. I also got the uh Boba Fett's Starship repaint mm. repack. Haven't opened that. That was in another box with absolutely no padding or protection. Cool. But uh yeah, the box itself looks good and I'll open it out it's open it in uh, some point in April. But uh, yeah. yeah. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Post, post April. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Um, you know, may as well just jump into, it. I don't need to touch on any more. Well, you know what? I will actually really touch quick. on it. Touch on it. Ka yeah. We got time. What, what I skipped ahead a little bit. Me? Yes. Um, Cassian, uh, of the new wave Cassian is actually weirdly the, the figure that I've probably fiddled with the least out of all of them. Um, but it's really great to have him. And I was just thinking, you know, I really wish, We'd had his speeder or a Luthan to go with him or even a Hasbro B2. That'd be a little easier for folks to get. Um, but the Disney B2 emo is great to be his companion until Hasbro hopefully builds out the Andor line, which I saw a rumor today, John, that um, they're saying Andor is likely to air in fall of 2024. Yeah, they're still shooting it now. And if it, if it follows the same schedule as the first season, that would probably be fall 2024. Okay. Yeah, so Hasbro has some time to get caught up on Andor if they so choose. Never mind all the other media happening during that gap. We'll just talk about that. To get some great season one figures as season two hits, that would be awesome. I mean, it'd be better than staring down the barrel of a season three and hoping and wondering if we'll get any figures for season one. So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, all right. Well, speaking of things that are missing from the line and things that we need and things that we want, there is something coming up very soon that uh, John has alluded to a few times now that's been taking wow. up quite a bit of his free time. I'm sure yes. his girlfriend and family and dog love that. Uh, <laughs> what could it be, John? What are you cooking up over there? I'm putting the madness in March Madness, folks. Oh, boy. So, yes, you are. Yes. And a little overview. We've talked about it numerous times, but... Another refresher uh, to get you caught up. As you know, starting in 2021, each January, we have asked TVC collectors to submit their top 25 most wanted all new TVC figures. 
In 2021, we got around 125 lists. Uh, in 2022, we got around 435. This year, we got around 671. I say around because sometimes I have to move things around. It's a whole thing. So those are the best guesses I got. But so, you, you know, <laughs> this year it's uh, more than the first two years combined, which is very nice to see. So much like R4 P17 on Geonosis, we tried to widen the range each year, coordinating with various fan pages and groups to have as many places as possible to collect lists. Care of the old folks home. Yes. <laughs> 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 yes, and more have come on board each year. I, th- I think the first year was only Instagram and the Facebook group, John Miko's yeah. Star Wars Vintage Collection Facebook group. Um, last year we had some more sites, and this year we had so many places. I've named them before. You can edit in the time I named them all. Um, yes. Huge shout out to Bosk's Bounty. We got over 100 lists from him, which was the uh, the golden child of all the list submissions other than our own Instagram, which had, you know, plenty of other sites and pages pointing people to us, which is great. So as I think with the other two years, this year also uh, it resulted in Instagram getting about half of the total number of lists. So that, you know, 300, I think we had like 330 lists on Instagram on our uh, post. So uh, throughout, so we try to get as many people involved as we can. If you didn't uh, get involved, you didn't check these sites. I don't know what to tell you. As we've said to each other many times over the past yes. few months, you can lead a horse to water, you can't make a drink. So. Yes, and if you don't vote, you can't complain. I love these are the two old chestnuts we love to bust out uh, throughout the year. Speaking mm-hmm. of busting mm-hmm. our chestnuts, throughout February, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Anyway, we take those lists. Uh, it's getting more difficult every year for obvious reasons. Make sure to purge the mm-hmm. duplicates. As fun as it is to post multiple places for conversation, it is actually quite a pain in the zuckus. Uh, and tally them up by using a point system. So uh, we explained it, I think, last year. At some point this year, maybe we have. But the number one figure on a list gets 25 points. The number two figure gets 24 points, so on and so forth, until we get to the 25th figure worth, you guessed it, one point. And some lists had less than 25 figures, which is totally fine, since while many of us have a hard time keeping our wish list to only 25 figures, others have a hard time coming up with that many, and we want as many people's opinions as possible. Uh, some lists accidentally had more than 25. Some have had like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. It's like, all right, double check. So double check your work next year's guys. Anything below that is omitted. I just do the top 25 and get rid of them. You know, this sounded so easy back when we first talked about it yes. in fall of 2020. It was just yes. like, yeah, that could be neat. Oh, yeah. it, is. it is neat, isn't it? It's very neat. Well, now that there's five times as many lists this year as there was yeah. the first year, it's a little bit much, but... Uh, If you want to talk about the bracket methodology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, once we get all the top 25 stuff, you know, once we have all of the data sorted out, we figure out, you know, all of the characters, rank them up based on the amount of points that they've gotten across all of the lists. That's how we build the bracket. So the bracket is built on the information we get from you, the community, all of you who participated, build this bracket. So people inevitably go, ah, who, who built this bracket? We all did collectively. Yes. Um, obviously, uh, the, the way well, I don't know why I said obviously, <laughs> the way that these brackets work, it's an elimination tournament. It's a uh, starts with sixty four. So you see it in you know March Madness for basketball. I hear that they that's a big thing for people. Um, the num the way that works is the number one ranked figure or team goes up against the bottom seed and then, you know, closing the gap, so on and so forth. Number two against 63, three against 62. You get the pattern there. Um, 
if it's a lower ranked or uh, lower seated figure, um, if it beats a higher ranked figure, that's an upset. Uh, and there's been a few of them each year so far. So, so nothing's a given. You may be upset emotionally if uh, your chosen figure does not move forward, but that's not what we say when we mean upset, just for the record. Yes. I did not know that as uh, this is the only March Madness. I'm <laughs> hmm. But let's also, it's also worth noting too that, yes, even if your your pick is upset in some kind of uh, contest on the bracket, think about how many characters there are in Star Wars and the fact that you're, if your favorite is on this bracket, we ultimately, the, the top 64 figures are the meat and potatoes here. We're having fun with this. That's it's having fun figuring out where the priorities are when you put all those things in the mm -hmm. same room. Uh, it's not saying this is more valid than the other or this is better. It's just kind of to have fun, engage, kind of, you know, gauge interest and stuff, kind of take a snapshot of the community priorities. We've said that many times. Yes. I'm sure people are sick of hearing it. But <laughs> it's worth noting just how impressive of a feat it is that, you know, a character is on this list of 64 and pulling out a little bit wider. Top 100 of all of this information gathered, there's what was it last year? There was like fifteen hundred some unique characters. Yeah, twelve, twelve hundred. So twelve hundred. Okay, we'll see what All we'll right. see what it is this year. Maybe people got more in line. I noticed a lot of lists were, uh, you know, people have some priorities maybe that they're focusing on this year. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to see how many different characters and, like I've said, new characters that I've never heard of are on the, yeah. from Legends stories. Like one Legends comic that I have to look up. I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? But uh, yeah, don't know him as much as Luke or Han or somebody. But um, yeah, so still very close to having the lists tallied up. And yep. uh, you're probably just waiting on me right now. A little bit, yes. And I do have, uh, I still need the 30 so lists from Rebel Scum to do. And okay. you, you are working on the boss finding list right now. Everything else has been uh, logged so far. So I still have to crunch those numbers. But um I had something to say. It was going to be fantastically interesting as well, but I don't remember what it is at the moment. Well, let me jump in and add this to where, you know, people having their reasons for putting stuff, even if someone has a list that's all based around one single issue of a comic book from 1987, mm -hmm. like that, there's still a reason for that and it is worth mm -hmm. talking about. So that's also been another boon to this whole thing is getting to chat about Star Wars stuff that I otherwise wouldn't have even remembered or thought about, yeah. uh, characters that I otherwise didn't know. Until we started doing this, I didn't know the name Velkin Taziri. I didn't care about stuff like that. I I, I didn't. I I, I, yeah. I didn't. And I think that's a testament to being able to have these fun, engaging discussions with other collectors who have different priorities, who come from different backgrounds, who want different things of learning more about, you know, not just action figures, but learning more about the vast world that is Star Wars. And, you know, mm -hmm. now Velkin Taziri, if they announced him to like, if they announced him tomorrow, I'd be like, yes, dude, I'm super excited for that, yeah. you know, background white dude in the puffy jacket from 1983. <laughs> like, otherwise, I mean, I totally get folks being kind of in the cold on some of this stuff, but it, it's, it's interesting. And I've really, uh, it's been a huge, uh, in, informative part of how I am, how I collect anymore and how I approach this hobby, uh, being able to have these meaningful discussions about things that I didn't used to think were meaningful. So, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a great chance to talk about, yeah, what's important to us individually. We might all have, you know, we all have our 
entry points to Star Wars, or we grew up in different eras or whatever, or we have different things that connected with us emotionally and other people points of entry are different or their emotional, uh, you know, connections are different. So, you know, hearing you talk about like the High Republic in such glowing terms makes me want to check it out more, you know, and that's this is a chance for people to do that, to advocate for the figures and these stories that, uh, you know, really matter to them. Yeah. And hopefully get other people excited, too. It's um, about what we love. It's, I've said it so many mm-hmm, times. Mm-hmm. I only care about what you like. I, I could care less about what you hate. Yeah. Um. My fantastically interesting thing that I was going to say earlier, which is not that fantastically interesting, was that, yes, it's interesting to look at the top 100, the top, you know, several hundred characters and see how that compares to the bracket. And then, you know, one to one, say, maybe someone thinks Luke Tatooine is really important when they're putting their list. But then when you put them up against uh, a Mandalorian, like pre Vizsla or something, you say, actually, I kind of want that guy instead. And we know it's different audiences, maybe, or, you know, it's usually been a higher number a much higher number of people that actually vote on the uh bracket than submit lists so maybe it's more casual fans you know it's hard to say but it it is interesting seeing that discrepancy so it's interesting to have both sets of data for hasbro and the fans to look at and talk about and debate and and all that stuff which we'll be doing a bit of that today but yeah yes i love talking about what we love in star wars uh love seeing everybody's lists as i go through them seeing what's resonating with people and, you know, it's not saying Hasbro, we need to make this right now. This is the, you know, this is kind of seeing what rises to the top. What are the most people saying? Because, you know, it could be, the, is, is it the same five people commenting on a website for 20 years saying, I want, you know, like me, Kane Adis or Sizvit or something? Or yeah. is it, you know, hundreds of people all saying we want character X, Y, and Z? We will not be revealing anything about this year's bracket today. So don't get excited. That's next next episode. <laughs> but. Yes, just looking back at uh, the previous two years is what we'll be doing here, but it's all fun. It's all exciting. Here we go. Yes. Anything else you want to say about March Madness in general? Uh, Just gratitude to everybody who does participate. You know, um, Mm -hmm. not only our partners in the community that help us spread the word and, you know, collect this data, but thank you to all of you out there who, as I said, help shape these brackets. You know, it's a community thing for us to kind of rally around. It's uh, as you, if you follow this podcast, you can tell that, uh, I, I'm a bit of a fickle person that goes in ebbs of flow, ebbs and flows of grumpy beeps and, you know, being put off or, uh, you know, getting really excited again. So this has been a way to kind of, uh, renew my energy. It's nice to have this to look forward to once a year that if I, if I'm starting to peter off on things or get a little, you know, feel a little jaded, it's nice to be able to be like, oh man, look at that. We can have positive discourse about Star Wars. Who knew? What? What? So, and I it is. I think that was illegal, yeah. but it's allowed. <laughs> it's allowed and it's encouraged. Is that legal? We, well, we're going <laughs> to make it make legal. It legal. <laughs> and uh, yes. God, I keep forgetting what I'm going to say. Good Lord. I, all these things I did not write down. Um, <laughs> roll it back, roll it back. Cut that, cut that, cut that. I cut nothing. <laughs> I know this by now. But uh, sometimes we got to make our own fun here in the hobby. Uh, regardless of what you do, you know, people make customs while they're waiting for figures that uh, they want Hasbro to make. Or we make dioramas or we, you know, reorganize our collection or we organize the collection uh, in my case. Yeah. But we'll get uh, around to opening it. Yes. yes. Mr. Razorcrest. One, one day I'll open the Razorcrest <laughs> and my 2020 Falcon and, you know. Yeah. Once I get through everybody's lists. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's a fun way to engage, you know, between long waits, especially when this started, is what kind of seg into that. In 2021, the first year, kind of off the back of a hard year for Star Wars, 
uh, and life in general? We start, yeah, right. Well, I wonder. Uh, the yes. year that we started doing the SWTVC stuff, really, it was only what we started in September, September 1 of 2020. So mm-hmm. doing March Madness only, what, six months after? Mm-hmm. And I mean, doing the, the, the information gathering in that January, like we, we, we found, we found a routine and we stuck with it. We're still yeah. doing it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah man, see. that was pretty ambitious to jump in when we were very new to it. So it has been cool mm-hmm. to see it kind of scale up with us as we, as we go. I think we're closing on 11.5 K followers on yes, Instagram. I think we, I think we passed it. So. And the March Madness, I will say was all your idea. So oh. thank you for doing that. You obviously. Well, what good is an idea right? without a team to do yes, actionable yes. things with it, you know? So. Well, there you thank go. Thank God for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So the first year we did this, like I said, don't want to think too hard about real world events at that time because yikes. Mm. But uh, in terms of Star Wars, Mandalorian season two had just wrapped up in December 2020. Uh, we were all eagerly awaiting our Luke Skywalker and Dark Trooper figures, which just arrived over the past few weeks and months. Uh, a little further back, a year prior to that, The Rise of Skywalker, Jedi Fallen Order, and The Mandalorian Season 1 all hit in late 2019, and the final season of The Clone Wars had hit in spring 2020. Uh, 2020 was also a time Hasbro and Lucasfilm were celebrating the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. A vintage collection was left out of that almost entirely. There were a few Empire Strikes Back products, uh, you know, Carbon Freezing Chamber, The Slave One. But nothing repack- with the fancy logo. Yeah, repack wave, nothing with the actual words or logo 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. So, you know, that just just to give a paint a picture of what was happening as these lists were being made. So uh, we're not going to recap all 64 figures from the bracket here, but we will be reposting the previous top 100 lists and the brackets on our Instagram page at SWTVC, of course. And, And like I said, it's interesting to see how the bracket voting compares to the initial submissions. But we will talk about the finalists and some of the figures that were made. So the ultimate winner of the tournament uh, was the same character who was the number one seed going into the tournament, meaning the top ranked character going in. Uh, Bo-Katan Kryze, uh, who had recently made her live action debut in The Mandalorian, but she had never had a figure, despite previously being in both Rebels and The Clone Wars, including a prominent role in that final season that aired earlier in 2020. Uh, she narrowly beat the rearmored Boba Fett from Morak, who was the number two seed. You know, that's the staying power of Boba Fett. He showed back up in that same season. People mm. wanted that figure. Um, Imagine that. Yeah, right. The other characters in the final four were the number three seed, uh, Ahsoka Tano, Corvus, and the number five seed, Dark Trooper, uh, all of which are from The Mandalorian Season 2 and also have a history from other Star Wars projects. All four of these characters are now currently in the Vintage Collection. Uh, the Elite Eight was rounded out by number four, Grand Admiral Thrawn, number eight, Count Dooku, and the much lower ranked number 54, Savage Opress, uh, and the only figure out of this group to be released, number 10, Paz Visla, who is finally coming soon. Yes, so... So we have pre-orders for him, right? Yes. Okay. I don't remember anymore. Yes, I do yes, have a pre-order do. for that. We yeah. do, we do. He looks awesome. Before the no pre-order things. Yes. Tim Bosk's bounty got him straight out of the factory or something. So I think he's the only person on the planet that actually has it, but it looks awesome. Uh, so <laughs> which boys, <laughs> they're always, they're tricky, they're tricky, <laughs> tricky buggers. Uh, so which figures have been made from the bracket since then? Well, some of these have caveats since, you know, and some of them have been versions of the character that didn't yet exist. So your mileage may vary, but I count 22 from the bracket. Shall I list them off right now? Rattle through them, John. 
Number one, Bo-Katan Kreese. Number two, Boba Fett Morak. Number three, Ahsoka Tano Corvus. Number five, Dark Trooper. You already heard about that. All, all four of those. All the, lead, the final four, elite four, eight. Anyway, there you go. Yeah. Uh, numbers, <laughs> numbers, clearly I'm really prepared. Uh, number six, Bib Fortuna. We got his Return of the Jedi version and his Mandalorian version is on the way. Uh, number seven, Fennec Shand. Number 10, Paz Vizsla, as we said. Number 11, Cal Kestis, albeit from the upcoming Jedi Survivor and not the then new-ish Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, number 16, Lobot, one of those Empire Strikes Back figures. Uh, number 18, General Antok Merrick. Number 28, Cad Bane, who's on the way from Book of Boba Fett, but uh, that only existed as that post credit scene at the time. Uh, number 29, Ahsoka Loyalist Clone Trooper, 332nd Company, just in time for them to update the Clone Trooper uh, a year <laughs> later. Uh, the Number 30, Death Watch Mandalorian Warrior, which Hasbro released in both Clone Wars and Mandalorian flavors this past year, which was awesome because I didn't want to have to go back and forth between those versions anymore on the bracket, so that was awesome. Uh, number 32, Purge Trooper from Jedi Fallen Order, still waiting on those variants. Number 33, Migs Mayfeld, albeit his Season 2 Morak disguise and not his Season 1 Prison Transport look, and his Season 1 version did end up at least in the top 100 the next year. Uh, number 38, Admiral Piet. And no, Tyler, we will not be talking about the rank badges today. <laughs> I think number we've talked 40- about that enough for a lifetime. We've had more than enough of that, yes. Even though I'm talking about it right now. Oh, God. Uh, <sighs> moving on, moving on. Let's move on quickly. Number, f- <laughs> number 42, Casca Reeves. Number 49, Bespin Security Guard. Haven't talked about these guys enough. Uh, Hasbro updated both Kinner figures, of course, Helder Spinoza and Isdam Edian. We are still waiting on the bearded Pedar Salardo card. Number 51, Mandalorian Super Commando. Hasbro released both the generic commando and the captain. Number 56, Biker Scout, though, of course, it's not an entirely new figure, but an update to the older sculpt coming with the speeder bike very soon. Number 58, Captain Rex. Again, it's an it's a Bad Batch figure, and it's an inaccurate Bad Batch figure to boot. Uh, number 61, the Mithral. So that's all 22 from the bracket, which is awesome to see. Plus five more from a little further down off the bracket, but from the top 100. Number 72, Luke Skywalker Indoor. Number 73, Hunter, who's still on the way. Uh, that was before Bad Batch had aired. Number 81, Artillery Stormtrooper, which we just got. Number 89, Boba Fett Nomad, which we also just got. And at number 90, Death Star Droid, which is a repack, but still. Count it. Wow, I'm counting it. So that's pretty good. And of course, they did not see it and say, oh, you know, we're only going to make these top 100 figures or anything like that. But, you know, we know they follow along and they watch it. but Many of those figures were probably already in the pipelines and in the plans. There were also a handful of figures that uh, would have made the brackets. Uh, I don't have that information right with me, but were heavily rumored at the time. We've kind of changed our stance on rumors since then because they can change or be delayed or, you know, be kicked out of the line or whatever. This has happened before. So as you said, obviously, we have no bearing on Hasbro's decisions there. What I take away from that personally, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's nice to see how the general community consensus, like the general community priorities, lined up with what Hasbro was wanting to prioritize. Mm -hmm. So things that Hasbro had in the works or thought was things that they needed to cover. So it's nice to see the more overlap between the consumer and the producer is great uh we we want to see more of that of seeing those things line up and hasbro putting out the things that we are asking for so yes and i think there's more of that than people sometimes give them credit for uh so it is nice to not that we're here just to say look at what a good job they did but it is nice to occasionally stop and say oh wow look what a good job they did so yeah yeah 
that's pretty well covered bracket, man. That's what, 22 out of 64? That's Yeah, that's a little more than a third. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've done so much math lately. But, don't do not uh, do any more math. Yeah. Like, I can't think about <laughs> it right now. But so, yeah, that's not half bad. And of course, some of those, you know, appeared on the next year's bracket. So not all of them were made within the first year. And like I said, some of them are still upcoming. So a lot of these characters did appear on the bracket as well. So if you'll join me, think back, not quite as far, just a year ago. Uh, early 2022. So since the first tournament, we had seen the Bad Batch season one. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett started in December 2021 and was running while we got list submissions, uh, but was completed by the time the actual bracket uh, voting started. So it may not be a surprise that characters from the show did really well uh, in the voting that started after the season ended. Yes. Sorry, I was. What were you going to say? I was going to say something that was factually wrong. I was going to say we saw a trailer for Obi Wan Kenobi, but that was during. The it was during the period. Yes, yes. And that, that comes up for one specific character in a bit. I know That's it a little, does. <laughs> a little teaser for you there. So, uh, yeah. So speaking of these characters from Book of Boba Fett doing really well, um, or from New Media doing really well, the winner by a hair, get it? That's a little hair joke, was Chrysanthemum. <laughs> There's Paz Vizlai would have said, uh, pre Vizlai would have said by a head, but you know, it's a whole thing. Uh, so Chrysanthemum was seated much lower at 22, but because he, that was, I think before he showed up or most of the lists were already submitted. Most of the lists are submitted early January. We get a few stragglers throughout the rest of the month. Um, I don't remember exactly when he first showed up. I could look he that up, up, but I'm not going to. just in time for me to add uh, add him and then forget to upload that version of Carlo's Top 25. Yes, uh, yes. He had Kersan on his. Because he was, a, he was a fun character from the comics. Um, probably not as well known as he was after the TV series, of course. Had we already um, seen the comic uh, no. <laughs> comic inspired black series version of him i know that was later which was okay. amazing so <laughs> yes hopefully but that still uh, makes me laugh thanks for that <laughs> and of course chrysanthemum from this series has been pipelined for black series and retro collection with no official word for vintage collection but we remain hopeful as ever uh, i will say he barely beat out the even lower ranked number 48 pre visla from the clone wars who shockingly defeated the number one seated figure, Count Dooku, earlier in the Sweet 16. I was going to make a beheading joke about both of them, but I, I forgot and I can't do it now. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I lost my head. How about that? Oh, boy. Horrible. Uh, maybe Low I will edit fruit. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was lower uh, hanging fruit than the comic chrysanthemum, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> the um, people yeah. love their Mandalorians, man. Never, never underestimate a Mandalorian. Uh, previous look going so far yeah wow, and that was man. i think we were aware a lot of the uh, clone wars mandalorian figures had been at least pipelined and uh the mandalorian series death watch figure was at least shown um mm-hmm. but we know, had none in hand at that point correct so yeah. it was a very mando heavy year uh, as it has been the past couple of years but uh I don't know, maybe Previsla will not do as well this year because we have most of the parts, or maybe he will do because people want him and they don't care about tooling like we do. Who knows? But uh, you want to take it about the final four? Yeah. The uh, final four included another fan favorite character who leapt to live action in the Book of Boba Fett, number 26, Cad Bane. Uh, He was pipelined as coming out at some point in the hopefully not too distant future. Um, It was rounded out by number 37, Darth Revan, uh, who was the highest ranked Legends character uh, who was promised for release in TVC way back in 2019. I think he was supposed to be VC 150, uh, but he was pulled after everyone whined and complained about the old sculpt, myself included. Yes. Um, 
I did put a little thing here, though, that, you know, <laughs> it's kind of Hasbro and they're wrong lessons. Uh, hopefully they realize they still know. Hopefully they're at least aware uh, Revan is desired for the vintage collection, but he does need the love and care that, you know, they may have put into the Black Series release. Uh, if I, I don't think it's me overstepping saying that fans would want a definitive modern version of that character. Um, and I know you have some thoughts about Legends characters, but we don't have to get into that right now. John. Well, my thoughts about Darth Revan are to sweeten the pot, Hasbro, you can repaint him very quickly as a Jedi version, as they did for Black Series. Mm -hmm. um, and they are re-releasing his uh, Elite FX lightsaber this year. So they are still merchandising Darth Revan in the year of our Lord 2023. So who knows? Maybe we could take a trip back to Malachor in live action. Oh, and my learn God. More about the Sith. Oh, I my love God. That so much. Anyway, we could talk about and speculate all we want, but yes, yes. Fact of the matter, I would love Darth Revan in uh, the vintage collection, but not as a 2007 Salt Shaker figure uh, with sure, the wrong mask sure. based on whatever Google image they pulled oh, yeah. up of a fan art. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story. Love there. it. Um, in the Elite Eight, Cad Bane beat out the number two seeded Dark Trooper, uh, who we've just gotten, and Chrysanthemum beat number 46, the Grand Inquisitor, who, as we just mentioned earlier, at that point had just shown up in a trailer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, the other side included number nine, Kanan Jarrus, and number 29, Asajj Ventress. Mm -hmm. So, John, do you want to take us through um, figures that have been made from the 2022 bracket? Yes, another list I shall rattle off here. There were seven from the bracket that have been made, so not nearly as many, of course. But number two, Dark Trooper. Number six, Paz Vizsla. Number eight, Cal Kestis from Survivor, not Fallen Order. Number 17, Hunter. Number 23, Admiral Piet. Number 26, Cad Bane. Casca uh, Reeves would have been on the bracket, but was announced after submissions were closed. Would have been between number 46 and number 47. Uh, number 57, Biker Scout. Uh, I think so all of those were on the previous year's list as well. And further down the bracket, three more. Uh, number 67, Luke Skywalker from The Mandalorian, The Rescue. Number 68, Bespin Security Guard. And number 74, Boba Fett Nomad. And number 79, another book of Boba Fett, character of the Tuscan Warrior. So, yes, still quite a ways to go on that one, but, you know. Which right. makes sense because we're still getting figures from that first year. Again, there's some staying power, which is good to see that there's mm -hmm. some consistency um, and it makes sense too with how long, what's the lead time on these things? How long does it take Hasbro? Yeah. I think 18 months has been the most commonly quoted. Um, didn't they mention recently that they've been trying to shorten that window? I could have swore I heard Patrick yeah. talk about that well, yeah. at one point not too long ago. I think it's celebration when we asked him, which was almost a year ago, which is insane, but um, that doesn't feel right. Don't say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yes, they were working on shortening at least some aspects of the production process, you know, because shipping was such a pain over the last couple of years and it's hopefully maybe getting better. I don't know. Every, every time I think things are getting better, uh, I am proven wrong. So <laughs> yeah, who knows? But, uh, and Emily at celebration mentioned that, you know, the filmmakers for book of Boba Fett were very secretive compared to some others. Obviously we know Mandalorian. It's the same team. They are very protective of their secrets and spoilers. So, you know, it's taking a while to get things from those series in particular. Uh, still got the Andor and Vel figures later than the Andor series, but not, you know, a year plus afterwards. So that's something. There's a glimmer of hope there with the Obi-Wan series. The Obi-Wan series, yes. Yeah. So, but think about the character selection they put out. It was all very safe, obvious ones from the first yeah. couple episodes. And then I got no problem uh, with them doing rebates. that. I, 
I no. wish they would do that more for these shows. We know Boba Fett's going to be yeah. in the Boba Fett show. Can you make a Boba Fett from the Boba Fett I, show, please? Yeah, that's the one that, mm, yeah, don't understand the wait on that one. And we had to wait really long for that here in the States. I feel like we were several months behind the rest of the world having that figure. I think yes. it was already in clearance in places, and we're all just like, can we get our pre-orders, please? Can I have a Boba Fett? So, the only Boba Fett item I remember that was on shelves during the Book of Boba Fett airing was that giant plush. I think had a rocket firing mm. missile or something. There's now I still like see a, those. <laughs> I now see a Boba Fett mask at Target, which is nice to see yeah. with the Book of Boba Fett logo. So anyway, I'll just say it's not just Hasbro's fault that some of these things are coming late. But again, there are a number of trends uh, of things that we see that have not been made and are still on the bracket year after year. And spoiler alert, even though I said I wouldn't, but they probably might be represented again this year. If you recall, on my top 25 list and the little mini episode I did about it, I mentioned that I didn't put the uh, A New Hope mains or some of the OT mains on my list. I avoided the original trilogy on my top 25 list, not because I don't want them, but because I'm pretty sure, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, that they're going to do just fine without my points in the mix. Uh, they have done pretty okay for themselves in years yep. past. Uh, but there was something about that that we mentioned right before we went live, John. Yes. Um, well, so the first year where we only had 125 lists, um, those characters were a lot lower. So I'm pulling it up now. Princess Leia from A New Hope was number 14. This is the 2021 uh, rankings. Leia was 14. Tatooine Luke was 36. Uh, where has Ben Kenobi here? He is number 59. And Han Solo was 91, um, which is quite low. And then next year, da -da 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 -da, I'm pulling it up. Leia <laughs> and Luke were three and four last year. Quite the jump. Hope, quite the jump. And then Obi-Wan was 24. Han Solo was number 30. Um, and who knows what will happen this year. And of course, Kentucky was number one last year. But, but again, the ranking doesn't guarantee how they're going to perform. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, who did they lose against? Dun -dun 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 -dun. I was just thinking Count Dooku losing to what would essentially be a glorified repaint uh, with Pre Vizsla. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So the first year, Luke Tatooine lost to the clone trooper from the 332nd. Uh, Princess Leia lost to, she's on the other side of the bracket, she lost to the Mandalorian Super Commando, who has been made. Uh, so they they both lost to characters that have been made. Yes. So, you okay. know, there's a chance. The the decks are clearing. I can't find the other one right now. I'm not going to talk about it. Um so they're obviously they've been doing better as the years go on. I feel I feel like I anecdotally hear more people talking about them. Yeah, I th I think after the first year, like we said, so many of the we were all hyped for Mandalorian season one and two. They have made a lot of those characters. There are still a lot to do, especially a lot of the secondary characters that uh, you know the client did well, Q nine zero did real well. Maybe they're back again. I don't know, but. Um, so there's still a ways to go on there, but they did do a great job of getting them out. So now I feel like people are like, okay, we have all this great new stuff and the technology has progressed to a point where, you know, a lot of people think the technology has progressed to a point where the older, especially VOTC figures and legacy collection versions of these characters are just not acceptable anymore. Um, I'd personally agree with that. So. Yes, I would also agree with that. But, you know, when we say like, okay, would you rather have not to play the Hasbro game, but yeah. Would you rather have a new Tatooine Luke or would you rather have a new Boba Fett from the new Boba Fett show? Well, I'm probably going to lean towards the Boba, Fett, the Boba Fett show. Would you rather have a new Han or would you rather have, uh, you know, Cal Kestis at the moment? Uh, you know, which guy with a holster on his hip? Yeah. Um, 
I always, I got to ask, do they sell that well in the Black Series? I know that's not a thing, but they've well, they been released. Yeah, they keep releasing them. Yeah, so they recovered in, uh, I know Luke and Han, uh, Han was in the second way back in 2013 of Black Series. Luke was 2016. Leia was, I believe, 2017. Obi-Wan was 2017 or 18. So they recovered in the first five years of the line, and then they they keep repainting, repacking them. Now they got photo reel. Now they got Kenner cards. Now they got Power of the Force cards. You know, all kinds. Now they got shiny card. Whatever they do, um, yeah. they probably overdone it. Release? Did you already say archive release? Yeah, Leia got the archive release. Um, all kinds of things. Have they flooded that market? Does the Black Series market not care about those figures as much? I mean, again, to point out the an all new main original trilogy character hero figure that we got by the name of Lando Calrissian did not exactly like the world, the sales world on fire. We know he was overproduced packed too heavily into a case that was overproduced. I don't, I don't, I don't know Hasbro's hesitation here. I think they're probably just got so many other priorities ahead of them. And it's not like Luke Han and Leia are not represented in the line. All their other costumes, a lot of their other costumes have been made. Not all of them, of course, but they have, several versions of them i don't know for whatever reason people have a be in their bonnet about those guys lately yeah i mean as we <clears throat> time is cruel and it doesn't stop yes, yes um you know a lot of folks like to lament that they're getting older and those figures still don't exist sure, sure. in a definitive form uh you know i i can totally see it as we are we're what four years away from uh the 50th yep um you know, I think it's good that we're noisy now already about sure, wanting yeah. those. Uh, yes, I don't want to wait four years for these things. But, you know, as technology, I mean, we've already hit the point of quality where it's like, how do you get better than this is what I wonder. I mean, um, yeah, the, I know the bar for def- Well, the bar for definitive has been raising every few yeah. years. Like now we had it, a it definitive figure five years ago. It was trash now with old hips and yeah. no photo reel and stuff. But yeah. So I don't know. Not trash, I'm, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. Uh, being a little hyperbolic there. Be careful there. You don't want to <laughs> take the wrong picture of yourself. Um, <laughs> you know, these, I'd be okay waiting for them. I, who knows what the technology is going to look like. But also, again, too, with the lead times, like, you know, with Hasbro seeing people banging on this drum, could we be seeing something real special for the 50th uh, anniversary of A New Hope, you know, of Star Wars? Uh, it would make sense. Those that would be the time to release those if they hadn't already by that point. And I mean, again, I'm sure they wouldn't be sad to repack something that they made a year or two earlier anyway. So yes. we get them any time between now and then. But I do think that if they're not around by then, then maybe start getting those pitchforks out. But yes. for now, I think it's really it's good that we're noisy about it. It's out there. Hasbro knows they can keep seeing, checking in, seeing that those are wanted and go from there we have some time they can make yes. plans so and I, i've said before i'm very glad that they are focusing on return of the jedi this year so much they're spending their ot points on return of the jedi this year um <laughs> you know they didn't do anything for empire strikes back three years ago uh everybody whined and moaned about that so now they are doing quite a bit for return of the jedi you know could they yeah. be doing more yes everybody wants different figures etc cetera, etc cetera. but they are doing quite a good amount for return of the jedi so and if doing going, things that go together. So. Yes. A lot of indoor bunker stuff, um, a, f- a fair amount of Jabba's Palace stuff for the playset coming out. Um, could be, again, could be more. We know, we know. Um, so if we're going to get a Han right now, I'd rather they make the Return of the Jedi one. Like, no, not 
new, whatever, but baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, it's just interesting. So they are they are addressing things we were complaining about three years ago now. Uh, so maybe they will address things we we're complaining about now, three years from now. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> but some other characters that also keep recurring, a couple of Rogue One characters. People want to complete that crew as well. You know, Baze Bodhi, Director Krennic. It started in the first wave of TVC 2.0 and is still yes. open-ended. Still incomplete. So as I say, you know, Tyler would say 5 POA is not okay. But when Rogue One was out, they did release all those characters in the 5 POA line. And then as the movie gets further and further into the rear view, uh, they're not going back as much and doing them. Black Series already had the full crew other than Bodhi. So they just added Bodhi and then some of the side characters and Saw. Oh, yeah. Saw also has been doing very well. Um, so, you know, they got so much new stuff, so many anniversaries to celebrate. It's hard to find space for these, but I'm, I'm glad that people are being consistent in asking for them. So, of course, uh, for the first tournament, we had seen the Bad Batch episodes of The Clone Wars. So they had all ranked a little lower um, and they ranked they all ranked much higher last year. Hunter is at least being made is coming soon. Um, obviously, it's frustrating to wait after the second season is probably going to be done by the time we get Hunter in hand with no sign of any of the others coming. And they've all got new outfits and lots of fun supporting characters. But hey, at least we're getting a renamed Captain Hauser. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, enough about that one. But so yeah, there's a lot of groups of figures that people want. And it's hard to say, OK, you know, yeah. as you said, ob- teams and themes, teams and themes, complete the crew. We want all these new things. We want all four A New Hope main characters right at once. We want all the Rogue One crew character right at once. We want Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan figures when the show's new and Andor figures. We want Bad Batch uh, figures before season 18 comes out. But it's hard. We know, yeah, it's the whole thing, but you know. There's one group that's in a weird kind of place on the timeline of real life and where TVC yes. was. And who was that, John? That would be the Rebels crew. So is Hasbro ghosting us on this one? We don't know. <laughs> but as I like to point out, you know, TVC ended in 20, uh, 2012, uh, vehicles in 2013. Rebels came a year after that, 2014, and it ended in spring 2018, right as TVC 2.0 was coming. Um, so again, much like Rogue One and a lot of the sequels, at least two of the sequels, uh, there was a robust 5 POA line. Um, in the animated style, these ones were in the animated styling. So, you know, we at least have the season one and two looks for all these characters. Didn't get a whole lot of anything from three and four. But uh, yeah, people seem to want the full crew in the vintage collection. They, uh, they all, all ranked, perform very well. Yeah, they all perform very highly um, in rankings and in the brackets. Um, We'll see what happens. You know, we know Ahsoka series is going to bring in at least Hera and Sabine and a, a, a Chopper, I think, was confirmed, if not heavily rumored. Um, and if they uh, bring those characters in, you know, it might be we might pull a Cal Kestis and skip the original version and just get to the, the newer version, the live action version. I like I like the I like the 2014 Rebels line just fine for what it is. I know I wish it was super articulated, but I look at them and I say, hey, cool, nice figures. I don't say, oh, my God, I wish they had ankles. But yeah. that's me personally. I know a lot of people. I would love to see them in the vintage collection. The Black Series sculpts look interesting. Maybe they were waiting for live action actors to be cast so they can base their uh, likenesses on them now that we're, we know that's happening. Whereas the Black Series ones were years ago and that seemed like a pipe dream. So I don't know. That seems to be a big one that people are really uh, excited about. 
getting. And I, I know I've mentioned this before, John, and people are sick of it. You know, Rebels is basically the foundation of all the live action Star Wars that we're getting now. You know, look at look at sure. all the things that are from Rebels that are important to the live action series that we're getting. Uh, I mean, obviously that's the Filoni influence, but you even see it in, you know, the Obi-Wan series where you had the Grand Inquisitor and Fifth mm-hmm. Brothers show up, things that originated in animation. Um, I, I don't know. I do hope that the more we see these characters, it's nice to see that these characters aren't, you know, they're in the rear view, but are they? So yeah. I think that and- keeps their chances good of being something that could be on the radar to be made. Yeah, and as far as we can tell, the Ahsoka series seems to be a direct continuation of the story that they left off uh, in the Rebels finale with her and Sabine looking for Ezra. And we know she's looking for Thrawn at this point uh, in The Mandalorian. But uh, so maybe that will inspire more people to go back and watch Rebels. I don't know. I do know people that are going through the animated stuff that hadn't seen it before after being sparked by, you know, seeing Bo-Katan in The Mandalorian or whatever. Um, it's like worth that, it, man. Rebels is rad. <laughs> Rebels rules. I did a rewatch a few yeah. years ago and I, I forgot how great it is. Well, hey, can you believe though, what is next year? We were just talking about anniversaries. Yes. It's the 10th anniversary of Rebels, which is insane. Oh, does not feel, oh boy. Yeah. I was old when it started and I'm significantly older now to about 10 years, you might say. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, and they say things like, you know, characters that resonate with fans, they're always going to remember them. But, you know, and then it also the hard thing of with like a Bad Batch character, we get Hunter. And then how long are we going to have to wait for the rest of the crew, the season one versions of that crew? So if we get a Kanan or a Hera, how long is it going to take until we get the full the crew or, you know, with Rogue One, we're still waiting for Baze and Bodhi and Krennic and Saw. And that was kind of part of the impetus of when we did a little uh, little bit, I think was that last year when we were talking about HasLab dream figure packs and mm-hmm. kind of going along the line of completing the cruise. Like, how do we do yep. this in one go? Like, can you do it in one go? I don't know. There's, I just want them. I just want them. Yeah. And we did, <laughs> we did posts for a new hope rogue one uh, rebels and solo. Mm-hmm. And the solo is also represented with a few characters on the bracket uh, year after year, but uh, as well as the sequels and prequels and everything else. But, Yep. There's an audience yeah, th- for everything. So Yes, yes. So who knows? We're going to be talking about this more and more as we go through it. Uh, yeah, it's just interesting. So people still want this stuff. Um, do they want it this year? Yes, they do. But yeah. we'll get those. We'll will get they those want it next year? So, yes, they also yes, will. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they will. So let's make it already. My God. Yeah, I will say that's that is encouraging to see things like the Rebels crew. The enthusiasm for them is not fading. Yeah, it's not. You don't see people be like, "Well, it's gone on too long. We don't need it." There's a lot of there are some folks that think that, but there's more folks that are just like, "How do we not have this already? Let's keep asking for it." So, if only there was a relevant quote about rebellions and hope or something. But I don't know, man. If only I've I've seen a bunch of movies and I don't think there's anything like that. (laughs) I think it's all about you know we should be looking up the space fascists. I think that's the real message. Yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) There's some other some other franchise movie had something about. Oh, the great hope line that we all remember is hope is like car keys. It's never there when you're looking for Let it. Let me CGI something. out your mustache yeah. there, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll that'll go with the postal. Get a little image of you with yes, a poorly drawn out mustache. <laughs> God. Yeah. So I don't know. Excited for this year. Excited to see where things shake out. But uh, it's me interesting too. just seeing the trends that continue year after year. Yeah. Even with the new things being added year over year with all the new stuff coming there are things that you can set your watch by that's for sure mm-hmm. um so yeah i i think 
this is again, I mean, of course I'm biased. I'm on the SWTVC team. Uh, I think this is a really fun way to do this kind of stuff. Um, you know, we've, we've knocked around other ideas of how to go through it. And it's just like, I don't know, man, how do you make it fair? I, how do you make it more fair yeah. than this? Uh, we, again, yeah. we've, we've bent over backwards to try to make this as inclusive and comprehensive as possible for everybody. So, you know, it's not, it's not just for us, you know, we want, we yeah. want the information out there for, uh, again, an educated collecting base is healthy. So and if you didn't send a list this year, send a list next year. Will I be counting them? That's another question for another time, but we'll see. Yeah, You got 11 more months to yeah. think about that one, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Octo. I'm going to throw it all away for a while, but yeah, we'll see. Well, hey, do you want to look at uh snapshot real quick? I know we got to wrap sure. this up here shortly, but do you want to look at your top five maybe uh, from the previous two, previous two years? Sure. And see where they're at. If they exist, if you're still asking for them. Top five or top 25? Just your top five. Let's just my top five. Oh my God. All right. So from the first year, top five were Similu, consistent, uh, Pong Krell, General Merrick, who has been made in the X-Wing, which was awesome. Bo-Katan, who was also made. Klieg Lars, who remains sadly unmade. Some of your picks are so wild and then they get announced yes. to be made. And I'm like, what? They, get, they get made or they appear in new shows because they're <laughs> awesome. Even if people don't know about them. Yeah. I'm spreading the gospel, the gospel of Huang. All right. Yeah. What about your top five from the first year? Then I'll be uh, from the 2021. Uh, I, number one. I, I'm not allowed to say his name. Uh, <laughs> it's a good boy who was a bad I'll allow boy. it. I'll allow it. All right. Ben Solo from the Rise of Skywalker. He was my number one him. pick. Uh, number two. Obi-Wan Kenobi from A New Hope. I had an OT uh, wow, man wow. in there. Wow. Number three, Count Dooku, Attack of the Clones. Uh, number four, Asajj Ventress from The Clone Wars. And number five, Emperor Palpatine from Return of the Jedi. So, he was see, me. guys, I like the original trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben Solo was on the bracket both times we had a bracket. Yeah. So he's not that outside the realm. We of, joke, but it's not that ridiculous to not ask that for that guy, whatever. Uh, yeah. Maybe next year, Kits, my beloved Kitster and Wald will finally make it on, but who yeah. knows? Well, when he shows up in Book of Boba Fett season two. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be wizard. Yep. <laughs> so my top five from the next year were Similu again, Hunter, who is being made, thankfully, Crosshair Imperial, who uh, we don't know if he's being made, uh, nothing yet, uh, Pong Krell again, and Klieg Lars again. So, you know, I empathize with the old timers that have wanted a perfect Luke for 40 years. So I've wanted any Klieg for 20 plus years now. Yeah. They made every other character from the prequels except him. But, you know, <laughs> one yeah. day. Yeah. What about you last year? Mine from that year. Um, the top two are the same. They are Ben Solo and number two, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Again, I like my Ben's. Uh, number three mm-hmm. was Bodhi Rook. Uh, I started nice. to focus more on Rogue One involvement there. And again, I've I've explained that. Catch the mini episodes that we did for last year and yes, this year. Yes. I explained that. Number four, uh, Princess Leia from Rise of Skywalker. I know her Force Awakens look is a little more popular. I would take either. I just want a sequel Leia well done in mm-hmm. uh, there. And number five, uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. Uh, I, may, I recently mentioned to my coworker when she was asking me about my display of figures. She was like, oh, um, do you, do you have a Kylo Ren in there? I was like, oh, they didn't make one. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, they did make one from The Force Awakens, but yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, same. But I will mention too, again, going back to the 2021, the first time we did it, um, 
one of my top five was made, the Emperor. So he wasn't all new. But I know some folks don't like that figure, but I was fairly pleased with it overall. So it's not bad. It's yeah. just not bad at all. Yep. So, so yeah, I, I discussed the other ones that were made from my top 25 list, but it's always fun to see that. Um, yeah. So who knows? Maybe by the 10th anniversary of March Madness, they'll have made all the ones from the first year. Who knows? We'll do a March but, Madness based of only things that have appeared on March Madness brackets. Yes. <laughs> which, I mean, that's basically what we're doing this year, but we'll see. So. Yeah. It's greatest hits. Just, yeah, what have we gotten in the past? We've gotten so many shows in the past year. There's been so much. We're in an anniversary year for Return of the Jedi. We've got a bunch coming up. Last year too. Yeah. We've got a bunch coming up. Just saying, what do you people think is going to be on the bracket? You know it's going to be on the bracket probably. Yeah. You can take educated guesses. Yes. Uh, Just look at the associated Instagram post on at SWTVC to see the prior year brackets and you'll have a pretty clear picture of where this year might be headed. Yes, yes. But it'll be coming soon, so get get excited for that. Well, John, is there anything else you want to cover, or you all mathed and talked out? I'm all the March Madness is fully set in. Oof, yep, yep, it really has. I can't wait till I try to you know pull you up on a Zoom call in like a week and a half, and you're just going to be like foaming at the mouth, (laughs) uh, weeping. Your girlfriend's going to be screaming from somewhere on the house, just like, "Oh my god, John, someone help him!" I won't be able to help because I'm far away in a horrible yes. state. So. <laughs> Can't get out of the snow, but uh, I'm going to die here. Uh, you can, you can uh, force ghost in here. And yeah. Help me out. It's basically like the uh, shooting location, uh, shooting location for Hoth here where I can't get out my door most yes. of the time. So if only I could do my work six feet from the entrance where I had to dig myself out of, but I can't. Ah, oh, well. Amazing. All right, gang. Well, John, thank you so much for taking that little stroll down memory lane with us and thank uh, you. keeping us in the loop of what's going on with March Madness, past, present, and probably future. Uh, it's always a pleasure yes, to yes. do these things, and we'll be talking at you guys all again very soon, uh, since March Madness is, my God, so, so close. I cannot believe we're at the end of February already. My guess is that we'll have the bracket up in the top 64 or top 100 figures on Wednesday, March 1st. That's my goal. That's my dream. That's my hope. Because, yeah. again, also the day. It's another important thing going on that day. Something else. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Season three of The Mandalorian is dropping that uh, day. So I hear people are looking forward to that. Yeah. So avoid spoilers, <laughs> but uh, check out the Instagram page that day. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then so. make your own. And then we'll probably start the voting the following Monday. I'm throwing that out there. I, don't, I haven't really discussed it with you guys, but. That's my personal hope and dream. So we'll get that all hashed out pretty soon. And I'm sure there'll be some live streams in the midst there, some mini episodes, a whole bunch of other random stuff in there. So mm-hmm. it's it's madness, guys. It's March Madness. And then just be aware. We'll just say this now. Get ahead of it. Uh, April is the month we rest. So don't expect yes. anything out of us in April. Yeah. So. Tyler can get upset about clone eyebrows again. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll hand the That's keys to the happen. podcast over to Tyler. Uh, you guys will get four hour long rants and raves about rank badges and the clone trooper uh, bucket uh, line. Yeah. So I'm excited. I am excited. Tyler, that sounded like a slam. It really wasn't. <laughs> I love you, buddy. I missed your size. Uh, we'll get those again when we're in March Madness. <laughs> All right, gang. This is the part where you've come to expect me asking for something. If you get a chance 
please consider rating and reviewing this show. There is a handy link in our Instagram bio at SWTVC, just in case you suffered a head injury in the last hour and forgot what this was. <laughs> it's the at SWTVC podcast. Our Instagram is at SWTVC. Yes. Anyway, rating and review is awesome. It would help us out a lot. Something so small makes a big impact on us and helps us grow and spread the good word of the Vintage Collection. Uh, also, if you have any questions for the SWTVC team or you know anything you'd like to see us cover on the show, don't be afraid to reach out. Let us know. Uh, be advised, we are a little busy and preoccupied and distracted this month and, again, probably into April, but we're always around in some capacity or... I'm sure Lewis and Tyler can also jump in. I'm going to volunteer yeah. them for stuff right now at the end of the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll be able to dedicate more time into less intensive endeavors. We'll just put it that way. Um, all right, gang, this wraps it up for another episode of the at. Nope. What am I doing? It's not the at SW. What is the name of this show? I don't remember anymore. I'm tired. Yeah, man. All right. For the SWTVC podcast and looking to the future of March Madness. Let's keep 375 alive. Back TVC. Balance the scales, Hasbro. Finish the 96. Vote for Velkin. Time for Tonica. Bring me Ben Solo. Get hyped for SWTVC March Madness 2023. Almost had it. And thanks for listening. <laughs> Lastly, may the force be with you. Thank you.